Late nights. Late nights with Travis. With Travis. With, with Travis. With Travis. Late nights with Travis and Lowe's. All right, welcome to Late Nights with Trav and Lowe's. To my right is Lowe's, and this is the Trav and Lowe's show because I'm Trav and that's um, Lowe's. Lowe's, yes. Yep, that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let's also title this show the Trav and Lowe's and Reagan show. Hello, Reagan. Hey, guys. He's <laughs> back again. Back again. Yeah. So um, when I was talking to Reagan on the emails and saying, hey, please come, please, 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 uh, what are you interested in? Uh, Reagan said a lot of things, but one of the things he's, he kind of like surprised me, actually. You wanted to talk about... Go ahead. What? I don't remember what I said. (laughs) (laughs) He he wanted to talk about... specializing versus versus uh generalizing and how designers can be put into a um a narrow scope yeah and he said like he said uh i actually have a quote i believe designers are all designers not just one type an organization does this narrow the designer's scope to help better define the individual and role but in reality a designer should understand many roles yeah. yeah, that's a quote. <laughs> yes, it I'm is. I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> so I want to talk to you about your opinion, specializing in your career on one kind of narrow spe- uh, skill or being a, a generalist. That's kind of where I was coming from. So so we'll call this uh, episode, Should I Generalize or Specialize? Mm, that's a good question. I think a yeah. lot of young designers get to a point where they ask that question. Yeah, Absolutely. I get asked those questions like, what's UX? What's UI? What's yeah. visual design? What's yeah. prototyping? What's... Which That's, one should which I do? Which one should I do? <laughs> yeah. Or, um, and, or sometimes you might get stuck into that realm of like, I'm a visual designer. And then someone, you go into these product reviews, it's like, you're only a visual designer. You're not a product designer. And uh, you get boxed out immediately. Right, right. And so I'm, these labels are great to have sometimes, you know? And it, people depends on people's comfort levels. For mm-hmm. me, it's like, if you're comfortable just being in that realm or that position or whatever, definitely be the master of it but right. there are people who can do it all and who have to do a little bit of everything right. or a really understanding to have a deep understanding of the product it's to really have deep understanding of the product mm-hmm. uh, where the position is not the important thing it's the user what you do to deliver those from strategy to tactics mm. to uh, implementation to QA to just putting on all a little bit of all those hats in that journey um, instead of just playing one role can help define your entire just product growth you know right um but i've seen it so many times when people just mislabel people and just say you're just a visual designer you're here to make things look pretty right Uh, visual design consists of understanding what the problems are or the interaction behaviors or and same with interaction designers i see they're like you're not a good visual designer so you should pass on your work to a visual designer and i'm just sometimes i'm thinking like how unfortunate that you're not giving these people the opportunity to learn or you're hmm. just maybe kind of closing that gap for them. Maybe they don't want to, and that's okay too. But I just have a passion of like, be what you want to be and be defined by what you want to be defined, not because an organization or someone label mislabeling you or labeling you. Mm. So Interesting. So I, that, that actually works really well with the way I was approaching it too. So I, I was thinking it, it comes a lot down to your personality. Yeah. You know, um, because so we we have kind of two things impacting this this kind of directional choice, right? The first is like who you are as a person, yeah. And what are your interests and skills, and what do you have to offer other people, and what makes you happy, right? And the second thing, the other side of that coin is like, what does the world need, or rather, what do the you know what does the people who have money, what does the company yeah. need what from the, you, right? right? 
And, uh, it, and it's easier for, for a big company, it's easier to hire a specialist, right? Yeah. Like I do visual design only. I don't do prototyping and I don't do any code and, and that's kind of thing. But a small company would yeah. need somebody with like a wider berth of skill. Like they, they can take an idea and give you something working at the end. Right, right. So it depends on you, I think, like a lot. Like what, you, what is your appetite? Do you want to really hone in on one thing or do you want to, you know, kind of spread yourself a little bit further? And so I've got a few talking points here sure. and maybe like some pros and cons mm. of each one. I thought maybe we could like argue about it or yeah. discuss it or, or whatever. So the, f- the first one is just like this idea that, if, you know, if somebody, because we get this question a lot, right? And it's usually from students or, or from people who are like deciding on their career path. Right. Um, you know, hey guys, should I learn one thing should i be like a ui designer or should i know ui plus visual plus code plus prototyping plus you know like business business skill and business design um and uh and so so one argument for specialization is that it's actually easier it's easier to specialize and and here's my thoughts behind that number one it's it's just less to learn Hmm. it's less to learn and remember and keep up on if you're if you're if you're kind of focusing on one vertical of, mm. of information in, as opposed to six right mm. it's just less to learn so it's easier and then uh, in addition to that it doesn't take as long to become useful in that area right so where somebody wants to learn six parallel things at once it's going to take them a longer time to become functional in all of them. Hmm. Whereas if you're going to focus just on UI, understanding how to create a UI, it's going to take you a a, a shorter distance. Yeah. So thoughts. Mm. Is it easier? Do you think, do you agree with that? I think when I first heard your comment of, is it easier that Mm -hmm. it's easier to specialize? Yeah. um, My instant and my instant thoughts that was, no, it's not easier to specialize. Mm -hmm. However, I don't have anything you're just being defensive or what? Like, mm. do you think I'm wrong? Tell me why it's not easier. Well, and after listening to it, I don't think it's easier. Um, I think it's just, it comes down to time. Yeah. Um, where the time and energy you want to put yourself into uh-huh. both take immense amount of dedication and effort. Um, some you may naturally excel more in other spaces than others, but if you are specializing, you better be the best at specializing because right. the market is demanding the best. And so your dedication, input, and time effort putting in there could be valued in that just as equal as you try and get a wider range too. So I think it comes to time spent there both equally is important. So mm-hmm. it is easier in a sense to be labeled specialized, but it probably just takes us just my same effort to be specialized. You think so? To be a could generalist be. and a specialist, there'd be the same... You're probably, it's... Same amount of time. Depends on the individual, right? Like, uh, because of the craft, the dedication, the learnings, mm-hmm. everyone learns in different ways, and maybe some can take in more, and some can... It, it takes about I, the th- same That effort. reminds me, I, I read a study where um, one, of the ways, one, of, one of the ways to learn quickly and retain, which mm-hmm. is actually... The retention. There's a big part, like, you can learn quickly and then just lose it all. Yeah. It's all temporary storage, right? But to, to learn and retain, one of the one of the strategies for most effective to that was to learn a few things at the same time, 
because it causes you to relate and, and relating things as you go along is, um, is a great way to make things more sticky because they're connected. Connecting the dots mm-hmm. and the gaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that maybe that's a, a good uh, argument against it's easier to learn one thing, right? Mm. Okay. Mm. So let, let's move on to the second point, uh, income generation. Okay. Specialist versus generalist, right? right? How much money can you make? So um, I have a few pro for specialized and I have a few pro for generalized. Okay. Is this interesting? I, I don't know. Is this no, no, it's interesting okay. uh, if, if it comes down to income. Strictly income in Silicon Valley or income in <laughs> general? Just general. Okay. Income in general. Okay. <laughs> That's a whole different. Yeah, it's a whole different. So my, my pro for specialized. So if these are arguments for being a specialist in the topic of, of generating income. <clears throat> the first one is to think of like, is it a competitive field? In like if you want to go into, for example, UI design, is it, is it competitive? It's very competitive. People mm-hmm. are learning it all the time. There's right. like, you know, you can learn it online. It's mm-hmm. pretty easy to learn, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of resources. A lot of people want to do it. So is it competitive? I would say it's very competitive. Being a specialist gives you a leg up because you are able to corner a niche within UI. For example, mm-hmm. I do UI on sports apps. That's my niche. You know what I mean? And if you are able to corner that niche and, spo- and focus on that field, then you can charge a lot more for that specialized skill. And so in that way, you can generate more income than a generalist. Hmm. For a time. De- Keep de- on talking about that. What does that it mean? It depends on the network and yeah. the, the, the area of interest. If you're in entertainment or you're in tech or in fashion, it can be a totally different outcome output right like mm. depends on the relationships and networks that you foster which is a different specialization in itself yeah because specialization requires uh relationship building too right so same with generalists but just differently well, that's, uh, interesting. So, right. could, that's interesting every design could be different yeah every area of design could be different of cost i like how he always relates it back to relationships yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry um <coughs> excuse me uh here's another one specialists can work faster and therefore, mm. move on to the next thing. Therefore, more projects, more money. That's why they're valuable to companies. Yeah. A part of their could, value could, could be. If you're working freelance, I mean, more projects, more money, right? Well, some companies value strategy over yeah. achieving tactical things. That's yeah. true. So they will pay someone more of a strategy versus actually doing the work and they call them production designers and have them do it quickly because they're specialized. But right. mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is, it's like they all should be valuable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to, it really depends i guess but okay it depends on how the company or the the client receives or values the perspective of design i guess yeah. can change the outcome of money so that, so that's per piece like you're like if you can even at a company or even freelancing if you can put out more work you should be more valuable you should be able to generate more money that's the theory are we agreeing with that if well the thing is like like a sweatshop yeah so if you, yeah, yeah, if okay. you put out more if you put out more clothes does that mean you make more money uh-huh i, I don't Think so. You don't think it equates? Maybe I don't know. Okay, that's fine. I, just a thought. It's just no, like you can argue. That's what this yeah, is about. I want my, you to this is my initial thought. It's like <laughs> if you're trying, t- if you're doing something mass production, does that mean equate? Okay, a lot of money. Like people who build cars, you know, they're doing everything as mass, pr- mass production. Does that mean they're making a lot more money? Great. I'm not sure. Probably. The, well, not. this is the this is the second point that I wanted to get yeah. to is that that if you're a specialist, you should be doing higher quality work too. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, for example. Um, like a Ferrari is a specialist kind of car. Yeah. And do they pump those out? They don't. They take time. They do it right. Yeah. But like a Toyota, they, they pump them out, right? But do you go and, and buy a, a Rolex at a Walmart? 
No. So you sh- you like if it's you're true. doing specialist work, you should be doing better work, focused work, and have like you know outcomes. So you should be able to charge more per piece. Yes. Do more pieces and charge more per piece. I guess it could depend on your persona. Like your. You have to actually be good. <laughs> no, like I guess it depends on like the way people may perceive your work. Oh, uh, so how do you market yourself? Value your work too. Like mm-hmm. Ferrari designers will be like, I work for Ferrari. I deserve or not entitled yeah. or whatever they mm-hmm. call it. Like may, just maybe perception of brand of themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Or some may just be devaluing themselves. They, I can move fast. Yeah. And back can move cheap or whatever. <laughs> like right. it, just all angles of different people's journeys there's, and perspectives, I guess. So there's a lot about how you sell yourself. That, yeah. seems like interesting because you okay. could be broad too and not be making, you never know. I yeah. don't know. So those few things were just, um, pro specialists in the category of income generation. Mm-hmm. I also have a few pro general pro generalists. Generalist. Okay. okay. So pro generalist, the idea that what I thought about when I was like, okay, how do they make money and what's good about the way that they make money is that there's more possibilities, more streams, you know, mm-hmm. if you're good at logos and building websites, you know, you can increase like how many different types of clients you're bringing in or, you know, whatever it is, like if you're bu- good at building houses and doing people's taxes, then, you know, you have more <laughs> streams of income, right? right. Um, <laughs> and, and, and also the less you will suffer during economic downturns mm. because you have other abilities that you can turn to in times of, you know, need or stress, right? The resiliency, I guess, right? Right, mm. right. Yeah. A little bit more dependable, maybe. Um, yeah, so and, and and this is this is compared to the specialist who is one thing that they do, but they do it really well, but it's mm. one thing that they do. But if that if that, you know, well is tapped dry or if that thing is no longer in demand, yeah. this is where the generalist has a leg up that they can just quickly switch. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the the strength is that they could quickly switch. And I think what makes a specialist a specialist is their their ability to focus and be the best at one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they may have a slower slower upstart. However, they can uh, kind of like whiz by the, the generalist. For example, if there's an economic downturn and what used to be in, let's say, UI isn't in anymore, I'm like, oh, I that's what I used to do. I guess I need to focus on something else. Mm-hmm. Like that specialization and focusing, I think that's that's the strength in a specialist. Mm. And, and as such that like, what if so, a specialist so becomes a generalist and they become a specialist in a generalist? <laughs> what? <know. laughs> Meta. The, the inception. I'm, speci- <laughs> I'm specialized in being a generalist. generalist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one that I thought for in, in, the, in the terms of income generation, income generation for a, a generalist is that they're able to sell add-ons. Right. So if you're doing a website for somebody like, oh, I also do hosting and system admin or I also do logos if I'm building you a a UI, you Mm. know, you you can add on things and and provide multiple services for one single client instead of trying to say, oh, I don't know. Go ask someone else or let me find someone else for you. And now you're suddenly you're in a project management role. Mm. But if you do more than one thing, you can provide more than one thing for one single client and have uh that going on it's like add-ons right Couldn't a specialist do that too meaning like i design something mm-hmm. and then they're like oh i need something more well i can redline it too for you you know <laughs> like or i can help it just basically adding on the specialist task to the next level 
dissecting your specialty in different tiers could be adding on value too. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like, just like, hey, I can do the initial conceptual logo design, but I can do more afterwards. And mm-hmm. that is the add-on value the too. Ad- yeah, the add-on is like, well, I can elevate your brand. Yeah. Right? And like, this is how I can live and breathe. Yes. Right? And that scalability of what you do best. So you're saying... Uh, Specialists can do add-ons within well. the specialty, maybe within the specialty. I don't know. Just right. a thought could could happen, right? Or maybe sure. Just I mean, and the thing is, you know, you you paint with these brushes. Yeah. Generalist, specialist. It's pretty wide brush. Yes. <laughs> it's a pretty wide brush. Yes. But this is the question that we have to work with, and kind of we're just doing the best we can. Yeah. But like when you when you zoom in to an individual, we see that everyone has their own set of abilities. Yeah. And not nobody has one ability. Yeah. So in a way, we're all generalists, but this is talking about how to position yourself for um, for competency in a, in the workplace. Yeah, you know, do you say sure. like I am the best at red lines? Yeah, I am the best at prototyping, or you say I can do kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think Facebook says play to your strengths. That's cool. something I really I'm learning a lot. It's mm-hmm. like instead of focusing what you should do better, just play what you do best and what you can do best what fuels you and what drives you uh what makes you just crave for more um and so that's something i'm learning right now is to instead of focusing on the minor details so i should try to do this more do that more instead of negatives focus on your positives uh, something i'm learning that's I don't pretty know if cool it's interesting or not but yeah i wonder i wonder if they like if they're able to say that because they uh, if they were able to say that because they have uh such scale could of, be it of, it of really how. depends yeah 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 cool the next section uh is job security mm-hmm. okay so specialist versus generalist so here's the pro for i'm gonna start with generalist this time what do you do if your speciality is no longer in demand we talked about this a little bit m- before okay. so a generalist can pivot pretty quickly right because mm-hmm. they have a wide berth of skills you're more you're more capable if you're a generalist you're more capable of to push the boundaries of your skill because you have other influences, right? If you're, you're interested in typography or, or drafting or, uh, you know, car design, you're able to take those influences and put them into your, your main skill or the skill that you're working with at the time. So that's another thing that will help job security in, in the terms of a generalist. The third thing I thought of was, um, it's hard for other people to do what you do because you have this eclectic combination of skills. So it's hard for you to be replaced. When it's time to, you know, like look look at cutbacks or something, or if if you're <laughs> about to leave, you're like, well, what is what does Lowe's do? What does Reagan do? They kind of do a little bit of everything. So, how do we even start to replace that? Because we lose everything. <laughs> we lose so so I think that like adds to a little bit of job security, right? Uh, I always was taught like everyone's replaceable, uh-huh. and just to be mindful of that and accept that that there might be someone younger or faster or or older and wiser or just so many different levels of things that an organization needs mm-hmm. that theoretically what you know my mentors have always told me is they should be they should be perfectly fine with you or without you mm-hmm. in an organization but for job security for an individual it means differently, right? But mm-hmm. from a company, they sh- with or without you, you should be okay. Like the company should be, it'll still move on with or without you. Yeah. And uh, whether you like it or not, right? <laughs> I find that it's generally true. Yeah. Whether whether you think it will or not. Yeah, you're like, oh, you know, but yeah. they 
they're fine. They're, everyone managed. <laughs> yeah, we're human beings. We're resilient. You yeah. know, like yeah. But um, so job secu- security, uh, you think for a generalist is not not that high or, or higher than a specialist? It is hard to say. Yeah. It really, for me, it's just more like it really depends on the individual. I can't. There, I don't know if there's a data that shows the from like yeah, from yeah. research thing. You know, averagely, da da da. Uh-huh. You know, but for me, it's really t- it's an individual per basis. I yeah. think could be, but I can't really say because I know specialists who don't even need corporate companies yeah. and just are perfectly fine through recessions. I've seen re- generalists that need a job, you know, because mm-hmm. they might not. They're a jack of all trades, but they're not the best, you know, or all whatever. Right. Like there's so many reasons and so many ways of approaching things. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> So, so my uh, my pro specialist list for job security. I'll just go through this really quickly. Is that it's easier to sell yourself to other people yeah. in, in an interview situation or, or a proposal situation. It's easier to say what you do yeah. because it's very defined. It's very clear. I'm an illustrator. Mm-hmm. Clear. This is what I do. This yeah. is my type of illustration. Mm-hmm. I do you know like this kind That's of sure. car- cartoony thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, companies when they're hiring, they often have a role in mind. Mm-hmm. They have a need already. And so it's a really quick question. Do you fit that need or not? Right. And so in in that way, uh, there's a little bit of job security. Like, look, I fit this need. (laughs) So (laughs) we're good. (laughs) All right. And the last last category, I thought of, you know, four of them. The last one is personal satisfaction. Yeah. Who are more happier? (laughs) (laughs) The specialist or the generalist? So pro specialist. Um, We've talked about this guy, Cal Newport, before. Uh-huh. Cal Newport says that passion comes from being good at your work and not the other way around. You're not passionate first and then get good. He says, get good, and you find passion in that. Mm. So uh, <laughs> specialists, uh-huh. by Cal Newport's logic, should have like a really high uh, level of, of, of happiness with their work, right? Because they're very good at their work. So along those lines, it's, it's easier for a specialist to have that 10,000 hours, right, um, if you do the same thing over and over. And also that, you know, flow comes when you're not distracted and a specialist, you know, just have that time just to knuckle down and and get into their work and do that one thing and and really, you know, hone in. So by that logic, they should have a high degree of of personal satisfaction with what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Now, here's pro generalist. There's a lot of different things to do so they don't get bored. Okay. <laughs> right? There's can avoid burnout. Because yeah. when you're specialized, if you do one thing over and over and over again, yes, you can get good at it. Yes, you can be, you know, depending on your temperament, you can be very passionate about it. But also you can just burn out on it. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So a generalist kind of avoid burnout a little bit right. more. Um, there's more opportunities to find something that really resonates with you because you're trying more and more things often and you have more opportunities to find that one thing that just kind of like really piques your interest and it can change from you know time to time and that doesn't bother you because you are a generalist. That's right. Right? So there's and a great degree of personal satisfaction there. And then you, spe- and then you specialize. <laughs> and then you specialize in that thing. <laughs> I think that's probably what a generalist is, is a person who specializes in a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> and the last one is meet different kinds of people because mm-hmm. you do a lot of different kinds of work in a lot of different industries and you you have to have, I mean, to be a generalist, you have, have, you have to have a high degree of empathy mm-hmm. because yeah. you have to understand what other people are doing and how do I assist them. So you meet a lot of different people. Mm. And that comes, that will, should add to your personal satisfaction. Mm. So, Specialists, generalists. I, I mean, I, I feel weird because I put pro for all these things. Like, <laughs> so it's like a, it's an argument for everything, both the sides. I think they're both successful in yeah. the <clears throat> realm of things, right? Right. Um, 
to even have specialists and generalists, I think in the, in the great thing of the scheme of things, it's fostering design culture. It's fostering or whatever you're specializing and that's yeah. a great thing to do. As mm-hmm. long as there's jobs and opportunities and people are learning, both tactics are really great or both approach, I guess, mm-hmm. is the right way. So I think that's you know, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but like go, going through these today, this morning, and, and like writing out all these like pros and cons for different strategies, because <clears throat> this is a, this is a question we get a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, should I should I really specialize or or should I like try to learn everything as much as I can? And and if so, what should I learn? There's a lot to learn these days. But it occurs to me, do we have to really be a specialist or a generalist? Does it have to be one or the other? When I look back at my own personal history, I'm noticing that that I was very, very scattered early on. Mm-hmm. I tried a lot of different things. And over time, I learned to focus myself. Mm. And I mean, I had very specific talks with you and with other people that I confide in about, there was a time in my life where I was like, should I be a coder? I don't know, I kind of like code. Should right. I just be professional? Because I had mm-hmm. this fork in, in, in the road, right? Yeah. Should I do this with my life? And I chose design because I wanted to have a, a higher impact, a higher level impact on what people use and create. But it ends up like, you know, kind of everybody just does what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't. I'm a- after like going through this like brain exercise. I don't know, uh, thought exercise. I'm not even sure that there is a thing such as specialist or generalist. Uh, yeah. I, I think that people just are people. Do, yeah, people do what people. Yeah. And these are just could be labels. Yeah. That yeah. We could just define, and maybe it's not. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah. Like for me, it's just like I'm just me. Yeah. And I just, just do me. <laughs> the best or yeah. you're just you and be the best of you yeah and then it'll naturally have you heard the the um the phrase t-shaped designer t-shaped uh-huh. what does that mean uh designers could go deep and white is it that one yep yep yep. yeah you could go horizontal and deep mm-hmm. uh is that what t's? yeah yeah t so so imagine the letter t a capital yeah. t and the and the, the crossbar the top of the t is like the wide breadth of knowledge you know you know a good amount of a lot of different things yeah. but the stem of the t is a um is how deep you go right? yeah. on, on one or two specific things. And uh, a, a T-shaped designer is really sought after. I think that they, not just designer, but a T-shaped creator or a mm-hmm. T-shaped anything, right? Is a person that can hold an intelligent conversation with you about nearly anything yeah. and then produce really excellent work on the one or two chosen topics. I think that's kind of where I've kind of ended up. Yeah, I'm not great at anything except for a few things. But uh, but I try a lot of stuff, and I, I think that like that borrows from the ethos of being a generalist and being a specialist at the same time. Yeah, that's a good takeaway, and I yeah. think and I think you uh, noticed that from having this thought exercise as you prepared for this podcast topic, and then talking through it mm-hmm. uh, uh, during this episode. As yeah, well. I, I think that I noticed that our conversation was a little bit difficult when we're talking about the pros and cons of each one, and and that just goes to show that like. Maybe there's maybe they don't even exist. They're just constructs <laughs> that were given. Right, right. Reagan, Reagan, you opened with one of Reagan's quotes, right? Which the 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 essence of it was like, "Don't get boxed in. Like, you yeah, do, you do you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's really important. At least for me, it's just like yeah. try a little bit of everything. Just doesn't hurt. Yep. It's only yeah. it's your time and it's your world and make the best of it, right? So, um, curiosity will really drive just the area that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. That's all, I, that's all I prepared. I just wanted to talk with you guys about that, mostly because we get that question a lot, and I think this would be like a good definitive episode 
to say to people, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Just be a human. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's what that's the thing about our podcast. One of the reasons that we started was we wanted you, listener, to, to kind of have access to be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. to, like, we have Reagan. He's working at Facebook. Travis is at Google. I'm at Atlassian. And it's just, like, you could say, air quotes, that we're at the pinnacle of, of like, a designer's mm-hmm. career air quotes for a reason and so (laughs) (laughs) that makes me feel like it's almost over like the ride is almost (laughs) over so so uh this is like this is a conversation and like it's all right that we ended on listen just just do what what interests you and yeah there's going to be times where you need to specialize and you'll enjoy that there's times where you need to general be a generalist and you'll enjoy that as well yeah i like that you you Mm -hmm. brought that kind of like sometimes it works in seasons Mm -hmm. i mean technology is changing yeah. The world is changing. Yeah, yeah. So you're changing. Yeah. We're all changing. Yeah. So we're going to all change in, yeah. this, in, in that world aspect of things. So Whatever path you take, push yourself outside of your comfort zone yeah. on, on like a regular basis. Yeah. You might end up stagnating if you don't. So pushing your boundaries helps you to grow by um, necessitating that learning and that research and study. And it will keep you motivated and energy, I think, throughout your career. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Reagan, for showing up and just, like, hanging out with us this thank evening. Thank you, guys. Doing two great episodes. And thank you guys for listening to the show. If you uh, tweet us at Travinlos on Twitter and... Uh, Instagram, we're on Travinlos. Oh, yeah. We've been doing this Instagram. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, we're, like, we had this discussion, like, should we continue with Twitter? Should we do Facebook? And we were like, hey... What about that IG? The IG? <laughs> the IG. <laughs> what about that IG? So we're on Instagram now, and for every episode, we do like a little animation and music and stuff. And, you know, check it out. Uh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>